You're listening to Baking to the B-Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts. They're here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love, while creating recipes inspired by these wonderful abominations. You can follow Baking to the B-Movies on Instagram, at Baking to the B-Movies, and on Twitter at Baking to Be Movies. These ladies dig deep into these movies, and some of the topics covered are disturbing. So this is your spoiler warning and explicit content warning. Listener discretion is advised. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad they literally cannot stop talking about them. This episode of Baking to the Bee Movies has been brought to you by Ashley's Mom. Star of Silent Hill 1. You know all those delicious recipes that Ashley bakes? Well, let me let you in on a little behind-the-scenes dirt. Her mom probably baked all of those. Or at least the good ones. Not the candy apples. Ashley did that all on her own. You can meet Ashley's mom this weekend at your local Cracker Barrel, where she's going to be holding an autograph signing. Welcome back to Baking to the Bee Movie. <laughs> My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Truly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Just get into the usual before we... Yeah. The usual thing that we do at the very yeah. beginning of every single episode. Um, <laughs> Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, are, and, like and subscribe. We're available anywhere and everywhere. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Baking to the B Movies and Twitter at Baking to B Movies. I think that's it. <laughs> that's usual. Nice and quick. Nice Thank and quick. You. Um, Steph, how are you? I am doing well. That's good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This Excellent. Very, why this feels so formal today? <laughs> so formal. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just because like we have been dealing with like a spring that will just not arrive. And yeah, and then it gets like super hot, and then it gets cold, and then, yeah, I don't know. It's it's getting it's very weird. Like today, right today while we're recording this, it's like chilly out, but mm. it's humid and it's cloudy. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. It, there's pollen every. I don't. Yeah, it's I hate it's New all England. over the place. I hate New England. I was I was <laughs> I was just in Maryland um a few days ago, and like the entire time I was down there, I think there was only like one day that it was like a little chilly, but it wasn't like chilly to the point of being uncomfortable it was like oh i should throw on like a sweater like, right a sweater like a cardigan and then like every <laughs> other day that i was there it was sunny and beautiful and warm and the trees were in full bloom well and earlier this week it was sunny and warm yeah just today is crap yeah i mean <laughs> today's we're, chilly we're used to it but like yeah we are we are heading into at, at the time that this is being recorded we're getting ready to head into may and there's still like it, it's gonna be it's gonna be like it was last year where it was like winter just put up a fight the entire time yeah and we had like a couple of spring days and then before we knew it all it was, it was summer like, it was like 90 and humid <laughs> yeah and, it was awful yeah and no one knew how to cope everyone was getting sick 
Yeah, is right. It, is, it, is it the season or is it COVID? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, but yeah, I am. Uh, I'm super. Well, I don't want to say I'm excited to get into this movie because <laughs> two minutes into it, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, <laughs> we're not doing good at all this season. Um, uh, I picked this movie literally for that reason. Yeah, I, yeah, I do want to say Steph is the one. Who, I, I picked the last movie. I picked Silent Hill Revelation, which is our last episode. Yeah. Um, Steph has picked this movie. And before we get into this movie, we do have to backtrack just a little bit because we mm. need to talk about my fried dough yes. from our last episode. Um, so I made good. I made fried dough with some powdered sugar on it oh, yeah. from uh, because uh, Silent Hill Revelation, a big theme in it is amusement parks yep. and, you know, hiding carnivals. And, carnivals. That, yeah. and I was thinking about like carnival food and obviously fried dough is clearly the best hands down the best one so steph what did you think of the fried dough it was it was delicious (laughs) (laughs) try to find your words there yeah i was i was um yeah i mean it's it's dough and it's fried (laughs) like it has sugar and it has sugar on it there's literally you can't go wrong yeah it was very good it was uh, it was it was cooked <laughs> so, not raw. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't raw in the middle. <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. Oh, I'm so. So glad. that was a good, good. So, yeah. so that recipe, delicious. like all of our recipes, are greasy, on our greasy, Instagram. Um, we can't post the recipes on Twitter because even though the character limit on Twitter now is like three thousand, yeah, four thousand. It like that. God, that app is such a shit show now. Like it's so. It's not good. It's not good. I never thought it was good to begin with. I mean, like, it, it was... <laughs> Quite like, frankly, I hate well, Twitter. Well, we've talked about it before. Like, you know, Twitter is a valuable a valuable resource in, like, getting updates on certain things. Like, you know, like, uh, fucking, like, news things that are happening. Usually, usually Twitter, Twitter, like, you can get the news quicker than you would, like, any other, like... I guess. Outlet, media outlet. And, um, you know, depending on what's accurate or not, you have to be a little bit well, careful. But, that, like, yeah. But, like, people have, like, broke, like news on twitter that's like that was accurate and you're like oh shit like wow that like that came out of nowhere but now it's like you have to pay to be verified so mm-hmm. like you got a bunch of clowns that are paying to be verified and like posing as like news outlets and posting a bunch mm-hmm. of false shit and elon musk just is trying to be funny and he's like the most Ugh, he's it's just I'm like insufferable He's insufferable. Like I think the onion nailed it with a headline about him, where it was like it was like <laughs> the man, onion always nails it. It's like man, man going through midlife crisis makes it everyone's problem. <laughs> oh my god! Like, so like he's, good. He's just the most divorced man to ever divorce. Like right? Oh god, it's so fucking painful to be on there. But like we're still oh, we're awful. still we're still hanging tough. Like I you know I try to post updates, but I, we're mostly I mean mostly active on Instagram because that's where you can get the recipes and stuff. Yeah. Um, so the fried dough is on there, as will be the recipe for this episode. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that near the end. Um, so you had chosen you had chosen this movie because not only is it like share the name of a holiday that's coming up, but, it, well, I guess it was the main reason for choosing it. Yes. Okay. Because like we picked we picked Bunny Man for Easter, we did like Christmas time, we did like uh, Ginger the Ginger Dead Man, and like we had done Jack Frost and like Thanks Killing and like all the all the holiday movies. Oh, we boy. did our most recent I, Leprechaun. Uh, Leprechaun. Yeah. So like we're keeping with the theme of holidays. Like, yeah, holidays, movies that coincide with holidays. So, um, I think. I think I'm ready to get into this, like reluctantly, but I am ready to get into it. Um, I love this movie. Steph, do you want to tell everyone what we're talking about today? Yeah, we're talking about Mother's Day. From 1980. 1980. 91 minutes. (laughs) It's a classic. Um, 
when it is just like if you're gonna watch this, be sure you're looking for the 1980 version because when you were like, oh, let's do Mother's Day, and I went, okay, because I've never seen this before, right? And I went searching for it, and there's like three different versions, not of this movie, but like three different movies called Mother's Mother's Day. Day. Yeah. One's one's like a Lifetime, yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, this is so. If you're gonna watch it, make sure you were watching the the 1980 version. That's gonna be the movie we're talking about today. Um, yeah. 91 minutes, like I said, a little too long for my for my liking, given the content. But um, do you, this is gonna be so rough to get through. Do you it's gonna wanna, be fantastic. Do you want to uh, do you want to talk about the cast in this one? Because <laughs> do we need to? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like none of these people really stand out to me as anyone that I've seen in anything else. That's not to say they they haven't done other things, but like I personally have not seen any of these people or heard of any of these people. Yeah, no, everything I was looking up, I didn't really see much of it. But we have uh, the ladies here. We have Nancy Hendrickson and Tabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deborah, I don't know, don't know if it's at Luce or Luce, uh, as Jackie, uh, Beatrice Pond. Nope, that's yeah, Beatrice Pond as mother, of course. Of course. Uh, Tiana Pierce. Yes. As Trina. Okay. And then we have Frederick Coffin as Ike. However, these these guys are actually credited as different names because you know actors do that. Yeah. Um, like Fred uh, Frederick Coffin is credited as Holden McGuire. We have Michael McCleary as Adley. Credited as Billy Ray McQuaid. <laughs> Bobby Collins as Ernie. You got Peter Fox. Some guy named Peter Fox. <laughs> Some guy named Some Peter guy Fox. Named Peter Fox. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is... We're, we're going to talk about this, but there's, <laughs> there's like a scene right off the bat that I was like, oh, no, but... I think well, we can start from the beginning. Well, yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it, we don't have to go far to get into it. No, but, not um, quite. it's not, a, it's, you know, a long walk off the shore here. <laughs> Uh, but, love it. But the, yeah, the cast, the cast in this movie, unlike unlike our last episode, Silent Hill Revelations, it actually had people that like, oh, like Sean Half careers, Sean Bean, Malcolm McDowell. Like I've never, careers, yeah, yeah, I've never seen or heard these people in anything else. But yeah. and um, even when I was like looking it up, there wasn't yeah really much to go off. Yeah, of. I did a little bit of digging, and there really wasn't a whole. I mean, there's other B movies, yeah, like shorts and yeah. you know short films, things like that. Um, but I think I think we're ready to get into it. I <laughs> um, so the movie starts off like I was a little confused at the beginning because I thought thought the lead up to it was going to be like a an ongoing theme, but it wasn't. It's you know it's it's very clearly dated. Like you know it's mm. definitely a movie from like the late seventies, early eighties. Um, oh yeah, the totally. haircuts, the fashion, everything. Ex- yeah, exactly. Uh, we begin this movie in what looks like a auditorium. Or yeah, like, or there's like a cafeteria or something. Like a yes, there's cafeteria. like a, a meeting or something going on. Yeah, it, there's a group called like EGO. Which yeah, I thought, <laughs> and it's being led by this guy who's I don't know what he's teaching. There's like a guy at the podium. He's supposed to be like, what's the name of the motivational speaker there? The huge guy is it tony robbins or something <laughs> no no maybe that that motivational speaker guy who ended up being a dirtbag but like his whole thing was like a, he was like a life coach and he would have these huge seminars and he just basically taught people to like tap their inner potential and like you can be whatever you want to be now give me money for my, right. for my cassette tape like right right he's like one of those guys you can be whatever you want to be but not until i exploit you for exactly. what i'm doing because i don't want to work an actual nine-to-five job exactly um <laughs> So it's being led by this guy who's his his like, and, and and this part of the movie doesn't really even play into any other part of it. It's right. literally just a device to um make the audience aware of what's essentially going to be happening. Yeah. 
So he's so he's like teaching the seminar and the the class he's teaching. It's like it's a abbreviation. It's EGO. And I forget what it stands like growth organization or something. Yeah. Um, And he's basically just like swindling these people into like giving them money to like be a part of his course. And at the end of the thing, he's like, "Okay, you've all graduated. So like you turn to the person next to you and like kiss them and say like, I love you, which I was like, I'm out. Like, no way. (laughs) The second second some guy is like, turn to the person next to you because some of the people in that crowd that they pan to, I'm like, no. No. Listen to you. No, I'm a snob. Nope. Like, <laughs> no. You You're to, so vain. You made a turn to the guy that they focused on for like, like half a second. He had like a wife beater on and then they had like a mullet, but like curly haired mullet. And I'm like, I'm not kissing that. Nice. No. I'm not going to kiss this guy that I don't know and be like, I love you. And like, give this guy my money. No. Like, no. All these people are all these forward. all these people were totally into it. No, they're though. so into it. They're, it's like cutting them, being like, "I love you," and like kissing the strangers next to them. And at the end of the thing, like you know, everybody's like milling around or leaving the auditorium. Yeah, you know, graduates of this whatever, they're whatever gonna, course. They're yeah. gonna take whatever knowledge they've learned and go out into the real world and be awful. I guess. And still, yeah, that's <laughs> shit. It's still, it's and just be drained on society. It's fine. And we meet, um, we meet Charlie and is it Terry? Terry, Terry, yeah. Terry, who is played by Lady Gaga. <laughs> it's not actually Lady Gaga wasn't even born yet, but <laughs> it, it looks alarmingly. It like does Lady look Gaga. alarmingly like, like Lady, Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga back in like her poker face. Oh days. yeah, like that that haircut and like the makeup yep. and like the facial features is very much like Just Dance era Lady Gaga. <laughs> just, um, just Dance. And they yep. are, they're, you know, they're walking and talking about, like, having to get to the bus stop to get home. And they're talking to this old woman. Talking to an older woman who is also part of this course. And she's very sweet and very polite. And, you know, she offers them a ride to wherever they're going so that they don't have to go wait at the bus stop. Yeah, and, or walk or whatever. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, they're all too eager to take the ride. Yeah. So... They are now driving with this little old woman. And I mean, she's not super, super old, but she's older. Yeah. And um, her car's awesome. It's like, it's, yeah, it's an awesome. Like I was like, it wasn't a Cadillac, but it was, it was neat. It was a neat old car. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I wasn't really paying attention to the car. <laughs> I like the car. She's, she's driving. Terry's in the passenger seat and Charlie's in the back. And they're making small talk about, you know, everything they've learned in the course. Yeah. And, and you get the feeling, like, as the conversation's going, that this couple is up to no good. Yeah, like, Charlie, right? Charlie's in the back being, like, really suspicious. Like, he takes a rope out of, like, his bag and is, like, tying a knot. And, like, they're on this, like, kind of, like, abandoned road. Yeah. And they're driving down this road. And Terry's like, oh, do you live alone down here? Like, is your husband expecting you home? And the woman's just kind of, like... It's being kind of shady. Yeah. Like, they're being shady. And you're like, oh, no, they're going to... They're going to, like, rob this little old lady. Like, they're going to rob her or kill her or do something to take her car. Right. So Um, the car breaks down. Yeah. The car all of a sudden has, like, a malfunction and they have to stop in the middle of the road. Right. So she gets out. Yeah. And she's like opens the hood because of like what's she gonna do? I don't yeah, know. She's like, oh, I can. I, she's like, it happens all the time. Yeah, can she can just it. fix it. And meanwhile, like Charlie's egging Terry on to do something to do something, and she like gets into the driver's seat. She's like kind of like looking at the keys, and you think like they're gonna mow down this this old lady, little old lady, and she ends up just turning the radio on. Yeah, I think she. Did. Yeah, she like freaks out like last minute and doesn't doesn't end up doing it. And Charlie's still in the back seat, and the little old woman is still fixing the car. Mm-hmm. 
you know, she's at, she's got the hood open. She's working on the car. Terry's sitting in the driver's seat. Charlie's in the back and they end up not doing anything to her. No. But as Charlie's sitting in the back seat, you see somebody approach the vehicle with a like machete. Like it's a big ass fucking knife. And they yep. just lop his just head off. Cut it right off. Cut it right One off. One swing. And then Terry gets dragged out of the car by another guy that has approached the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh no, the little old woman. Oh no, what's going to happen to her? But I didn't need to worry about her. No, you didn't. She was in on it. <laughs> yeah. She was totally in on it. Yeah. Um, so they, they, uh, these two, these two guys, uh, you know, obviously one has killed Charlie. The other is attempting to sexually assault Terry, but thankfully does not. I mean, he beats the ever-loving shit out of her. Yeah. But he he doesn't sexually assault her. He makes an attempt. And I'm just like, oh, come on. Like, how <laughs> how many movies? How many I movies? this is, like, the fourth or fifth one. Like, ugh. Like, it's literally a quarter of our catalog right now. It's, yeah. This is just, this is just the rape podcast. <laughs> Let's just go right out and say it. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> So so they beat the ever loving shit out of Terry and then she like Yeah, she, she, the the mother comes I think the mother comes over. The mother comes over and, and tells her her. Like, I don't know, some sort of did she, hard did she, did, she, did she use the rope that Charlie had in the back? It looked I thought maybe I don't know. Like, he, she might have used that. But either um, way, she Garrotes her. So she she kills her. She garrotes Terry slash Lady Gaga, and then she tells the two boys, she's like, you know, you made mother very proud. So okay, it's like a family dynamic. Okay, we got a family dynamic. This is like Hills Have I shit. Okay, (laughs) yeah, I've seen this before. It's it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hills Have I is like all that shit. Yeah, Um, Bunny Man. (laughs) Bunny Man, like every every movie that takes place like during this time period. Um, (laughs) Right. So what is going on with like the family dynamic in the eighties? So weird. Like we grew up in the 80s and i thought it was pretty okay i don't i don't remember doing anything like that we went to disney world <laughs> right that's all we did that was the most we went to mystic aquarium that's all right um so then you know after after this happens we get it, it's like a slideshow it, it's like it's overdubbed with like these three girls and they're looking at this is the opening credits now yeah and it's like a slideshow of like all these college antics Yes, so yeah. we have these three girls. Yeah, these three girls are who talking. Were just about- friends, and they were all college roommates. Yeah, they're so- all college roommates, and they're talking about like the pictures and like all the stuff, all the crazy stuff they did. Yeah, like recapping all their memories of college, and it's supposed to. I think they say like the graduation date is like 1970. Like that's when they yeah. were in college. Yeah, so. It's- Ten years later. So it's ten years later. So we get like this. I mean, it's a long series of photos and like memories. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is leading into. But like, this is basically what college was like before social media. Like people would like pull pranks on each other. Right? <laughs> it's like Animal House. Yeah, Animal House. It's basically Animal House. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, <laughs> right. So then we now meet these girls who have done like the voiceover of these college pictures and it's 10 years later so it's 1980 yeah you get a little bit backstory of what they're doing now so they'll you know have like careers and yeah so stuff like that but they all still remain in touch and they're still really good friends who's the blonde um that was what so did i say trina trina, trina. Yeah. So Trina is living like in Hollywood or something somewhere somewhere warm and she's having like a big party and I think she's married. Yeah. Um and then we have uh Abby. we have what is it? Abby. Oh, Abby. Abby who's living in Chicago mm-hmm. and she's living with her mother who's like verbally abusive. 
Mm-hmm. You can like hear the mother just screaming at her for yeah. like way too long. Yeah. Um, and Abby is like a career woman, or yep. so it's implied. And then you have Jackie, who lives in New York City, yeah. um, who has some deadbeat boyfriend. And who steals her money and is, like, doing a bunch of coke, which I'm like, yeah, the 80s, that, 80s. that tracks, early yeah, 80s, that, that tracks. tracks. Yep. Um, and every every year, the three of them, because they were college roommates, they one of them gets to pick a location. And yeah, they, they go, do, like, a mystery trip every yeah, year, do, so they get together yeah. every year. It's, it's actually quite a cute idea. It is a super cute idea. And I actually, like, I genuinely enjoyed, like, all of these characters to a certain degree. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah, every year they get, like, a little, like, girls weekend away where yep. one of them gets to pick the location, they all meet up, and they Yeah, and the others, too, don't, don't know the location either. Yeah, they, so, like, get blindfolded so super and shit. Fun. So, um... And what I, I did, I did have a note of because I was watching it and like, like Trina, for example, and like, I, I think this is just kind of a, a, like an observation about like the style back then and how everybody looked so much older than they rightfully were. <laughs> like, do you remember Less Than Zero with, yes. uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Yes. and Jamie Gertz and how yeah. it was supposed to be like, I don't know, like two years, out, like two years into college. And when it, it like, they all look like they're 40 yeah. because they all have like just crazy makeup, crazy, like dry hair and yeah. just like puffy sleeves and it's it's so bad it's like i was looking i was i was watching this and i'm like okay so like assuming that this is 10 years later they're getting ready to do their girls trip that would put them like if they went to if they went to college 30s, yeah like, like late, late 20s early 30s but the way that they're made up and the clothes that they're wearing they all look like 50 like, <laughs> yeah like 50 60. yeah it's not do. it's not a good look it's that, <laughs> it was that weird like in between point of like great 70s style where everybody looked like really chic yeah and then horrible 80s and <laughs> then the horror of the horror of the 80s the yeah horror of the 80s like it's right in that sweet spot in between those two periods so like you were just getting like the puffy sleeves and the weird, like, like Jackie dressed really cute. Like she had like yeah, the, the little sweaters and like the little skirts and like the knee high, like boots, like yeah. super cute. Yeah. But like poor, poor Trina's wearing like the, like chiffon <laughs> fluffy <laughs> sleeves and like the yeah. side ponytails. The side ponytails. So, so great. Um, so for this trip, it is, it's Jackie's turn to yes. choose. She chooses. And um, she goes and she picks up Trina and Abby at a bus stop in this like. Yeah, they fly out. To wherever. To ne- she's in and New York. And then she meets them. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, she, what she picks um, was a camping trip in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. Okay. So that's where the others live. Yeah. So she... Also, the Pine Barrens is, like, super creepy. Yeah. But that's where the Jersey Devil hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> Did I sound crazy when I just said that? Indecent look on my face. I was yeah. Like, just, okay. <laughs> okay. She, Anyways, yeah, there's a lot of stories about the Pine Barrens and people getting getting lost there. So she, so it's Jackie's turn to pick. She's taking, like you said, she's taking them on a camping trip. I think she like blindfolds them and puts like a like paper bag. Yeah, so they yeah, don't they don't going. know where they're going. Um, and she, they make a stop like on the way. Like it, it, mm. it's got the little montage of like winding roads and they're yeah, in the they're in the country and like the only like stores are like miles apart and they're just like little, um. Like mom and pop type stores. Yeah. And you know, they stop like local. At, exactly. And they stop at that like kind of creepy gas station. Yeah. Where, of course, because there's always a gas there's station. There's always a gas always station. Always a gas station. They, uh, Jackie is like, hey, stay in the car and I'm going to go in and get whatever. Get, get beer and yeah. stuff. And she goes in and like the guy that's working it, of course, is super creepy and awkward yep. because like apparently he's never laid eyes on a female before. <laughs> yeah. And she walks in and she's just like, okay like this dude's weird and she's asking him like the quickest way to get to pine barrows and he's trying to talk her out of going oh the pine barrens yeah 
Baron, sorry. And <laughs> while she's like paying for the stuff that she picked up, <laughs> the other girls like the, walk other, in. the other girl walk the other girls walk in, but they're still like blindfolded yeah, and just so make like just walk into like <laughs> they walk into a fruit display. <laughs> They're knocking things over. They're just wreaking absolute fucking uh, Yeah, just going to and, town. <laughs> and the guy is furious. The guy who's yeah. working there is furious. And Jackie's just like, she's getting him the fuck out of there because apparently they've never been in public before. It's Clearly like not. Yeah. yeah. So she gets him back out in the car and like, she's like, all right, bye. And the guy like comes out and like curses him. He's like, you deserve whatever you get, which right? is like a foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Um, so, <laughs> nobody deserves that but. so they they make it down to they make it down to the camping spot that jackie has located for them yeah they get down there they're like dropping their beer and shit on the way like they leave the car unlocked because of course they do obviously again ridiculous just every mistake you could ever make in a horror movie um and then like for the next i don't know like 15 Say, like, 20 minutes it gets so long like we just get like these montages of they're them, just like, enjoying themselves going swimming and swimming fishing naked, which i was like i like i, I mean you know swim you don't swim naked with your friends ashley i mean no you've <laughs> never done that that's not weird to you I, I, or it is weird to you i mean okay <laughs> so like i have oh okay <laughs> maybe once <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a guy friend so it was a little different fair enough oh, fair man. enough fair enough um but yeah no i can't imagine like that'd be like me you and like all of our all of our girls that we know being like girls weekend and then like whipping our tits out <laughs> so weird. and just like, jumping into the water yeah and it's like, hey! and it doesn't mean that i don't like love you guys but it's like i'm not like in love with you it's such a bizarre but they're like they're fishing and they're they're you know and yeah they're just hanging out like the first night they get stoned and yeah. we we get a little bit more con like like trina's kind of Get, like she's over it she's not sure she wants to keep doing this yeah um, like the girls trips and like, like they're yeah because you know they're getting older and all yeah. that crap that happens yeah. in life and, like abby's saying like the girls trip is something that she looks forward to because it gets her away from her mother who's yeah. like super abusive yeah and then jackie's talking about how um it like jackie just has really bad luck with men yeah and we get a couple flashbacks of like how they've helped jackie like get out of shitty relationships and stuff like yeah humiliating the guys that she like yeah is, which is super fun that's like a fun flashback <laughs> yeah um but jackie jackie just picks bad guys which we kind of got a glimpse of when she was getting ready to leave and her stoner boyfriend's like stealing her money yeah and she's like i love you and he's like all right catch you later <laughs> i'm like you're gonna let this freeloader stay in your new york city apartment like with all his cocaine and with all his drugs, with all his drugs and like taking not money. working, not working. That's he's like, oh, you know, I. He's, what's the thing he says to her like before she leaves? He's like, I, you know, I, I can't find a job. I think he's like, I think he's in community theater. If there's always a fucking type, there's always a type. If it's not community theater, it's a goddamn musician. Like just like yeah, musician. Like they won't like actually have a job in between gigs and stuff because they're too busy trying to make it big, Ash. <laughs> So, I mean, we get this, like, we get these scenes of them just, like, having a good time, living their lives, like, bonding, but shit goes awry, like, on the second night that they're there. Yeah, so the first night, you you see these girls just hanging out, having a good time. Smoking some pie. Yeah. Like, um, eating marshmallows. Meanwhile, you actually do see, like, shot, well, not shots per se, but, like, point of view shots. Yeah. So, clearly, they're being, they're being watched, watched and somebody, stalked yeah. in some way, yeah. you know. Somebody's, so watching, somebody's them watching them through the book. You hear, like, the heavy breathing. And, yeah. Like, so on the second night when they're having like a heart to heart, and I thought this was really well done because like I legit thought this was going to go on forever, like a 
And it's not like I didn't enjoy it. Like I thought it was sweet because it gets, could have um, cut some of that out. I think. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, agree. It's not often that like the horror movies give like a like a legit like backstory back to the vic- to victims. Right. You'd never or rarely see that. So like you get this backstory and you and you start to like sympathize with them and understand like like their backgrounds and stuff. But like the second night, like mid conversation, they get ambushed. Yeah. Like, it just comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And they're in their sleeping bags. So basically like these two dudes jump out of the woods and just like zip them into their, zip them up and lock them in basically. And like, and they're dragging and carrying them through the woods. Yep. Um, and they bring them back to this, like shanty cabin. Like it's uh, their house. Their it's house. their house, but it's obviously it's a horror sh- nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Like it's a shanty town house. So <laughs> it's not, you know, in the greatest of conditions. Yeah. It's like dilapidated and, but they still get electricity because they're, they got a TV going like the entire fucking time. Yes, they do. Um, And they bring them to this house where they present these girls to their mother who is the old woman from the beginning of the of movie. Course, no surprise course. there. Um, the two brothers, like, get them out of the sleeping bags. And what are the brothers' names? It's Ike. Ike and, and Adley. Ike and Adley. Yeah. Ike and Adley get the two, I mean, get the three girls out of the sleeping bags. Yeah, and they tie them to, like, the exercise equipment. Yeah, they each, like, they, like they're, like, the, the mother's, like, looking them over and, like, approving or, like, you know. So weird. Yeah. And Anyways. It's, it's super weird. <laughs> super so, weird. So they, like, they tie Trina to, like, a weightlifting machine. Yeah. Um, Abby gets tied to, like, an elliptical or something. something yeah. And then I forget what they tie Jackie to, but she's tied up, too. Yeah. And from there, it's basically, like, who's going to go first? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh. God. Oh no. Oh, and it starts. And it starts. And they ultimately choose Jackie. Yes. Well, actually, the boys wanted to choose one of the other girls. The mother chose Jackie. The mother chose Jackie. Yes. Yeah. Because I think one of them like favors Trina because she's like blonde and mm-hmm. pretty. And, yeah, something like that. And they want to like they wanted whatever her first. And the mother chooses Jackie. Yeah. So they go outside, and this part I was like a little confused on. Like they have they have Jackie out there and Jackie's like what like they have Jackie sit down and then he's like hold hold on to this like muscle magazine like you're like you're reading it and she's like okay and she's like looking at the muscle magazine they're like posing her yeah or like trying and I'm like is it oh god are they gonna make her do skits like oh god I if, if I I wish they would rather make her do skits well, if, well now that I know what happens yeah but like <laughs> But, like, at the time when I was first watching it, I was, like, if I was ever in a situation where I got abducted or, like, kidnapped by, like, a bunch of hillbillies or whatever, and I was, if they were, like, okay, you're going to put on this this costume, I'd be, like, oh, no. But then they were, like, okay, we want you to, like, pretend to do this. I'd be, like, can you just cut my throat now? Like, I hate community theater. <laughs> I've been very vocal about hating community theater. Like, right? Please just. Like, jeez, Ashley. Please just slit my throat now. Like, I, I, well, <laughs> oh, my God. I live, I live in the Pioneer Valley. Do you know how many shitty community theater performances go on there on a regular basis? We have one up the street. Do you, have you ever seen anything there? No, I keep meaning to. Don't, Just don't because, bother. like, why not? Don't bother. Oh, come on. It's It'd be fun. I mean, I'll tell you I what. know. I know the guy who runs it. I used to work with him. It's, it's like, it's like weird. one thing if it's like, here's the thing. It's one thing just to go off in a little 
like community theater, it's like one thing if you're doing it for like fun and it's like a way to bring the community together. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, it's fine. Like, oh, you guys want to put on like a fucking, like, you guys want to cover Hamilton down at the Memorial Hall? Hamilton. Sure. Go for it. Go do Hamilton at the Memorial Hall. But like out where I am, it's like. Well, those it, people are super serious. About they're they're it, right? super fucking. And I, and I hope everybody in the Pioneer Valley hears this. You're all a bunch of pretentious assholes. And I, and I hate every single. I despise every single one of you. Um, it is. It's just, it's just because, because like you've got to deal with a bunch of like dumb bitches being like. Like a bunch of dumb white bitches being like, my opinion matters more than everyone else's and I speak for everyone. So I'm going to put on a play and it's going to be about my trauma and you're all going to have to just sit here and deal with it. And if anybody criticizes it, that means you're a fucking woman hater. Like it's fucking. Oh, no. It's all Smith College graduates. I'm I'm dragging everybody. So everybody's coming down with me. I hate wow. I hate Smith College. I hate most of the people that graduated Smith College, and I hate the theater community in the Pioneer Valley, and I hate living there right now because it's just so toxic. It's so fucking toxic. So anyway, they're making. <laughs> wow, Ashley. I I mean, just let it all out, girl. Just go to town. So anyway, they're making her perform shitty theater. <laughs> Yeah. So it's basically, it's a Smith College performance. It's mm. garbage. And when she doesn't perform to their liking, they like get a little rough with her. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they just, just, just rip the bandaid off, Ash. They just rape her. Like, it's just, just, it's just like, a, it's a, like a long, unnecessary, hard to watch rape yeah, scene. Yeah, it's rough, very rough. And uh, meanwhile, so this is Adley's mom, which is yeah, weird. So, it's super weird. So Adley's the one actually raping her. While yeah. Ike is taking Polaroids, Polaroids of it. And the mom is just there watching. watching which is so fucking weird. <laughs> it's like so weird. It's you like I I don't think you could make a movie like this today. Like if somebody if somebody pitched this at a at a studio either big studio or independent studio. I don't think anybody would want to touch it. But back then, like, people did this, like, people would take these kind of risks when they were making movies. So, like, the fact, like, it, it's very much like, I think the last movie I saw that, like, made me, like, wince because, like, I was watching this and, like, the rape scene's just going on and on. And I'm, like, yeah. I'm cringing while I'm watching it. And yeah. got, like, I'm almost tempted to fast forward. But then, like, if there's any dialogue that I miss, like, you know, because there's talking going on. Like, right. you know, and I'm, and I'm like, all right, I'll just suffer through it, I guess. But, like, the last time I think a movie made me, like, wince like that was the rape scene in The Hills Have Eyes, the remake. Oh, in the trailer. Oh, God. So hard. So, so hard to watch. So hard to watch. Um very unpleasant it's, it's bad enough having sex with someone you don't like but like this like with these Ugh. fucking mutants like, yeah like, with God, uh, it's, mutated, uh it's it's real hard to watch but so it it, it ends thank god and well it, it, even meanwhile while this is happening uh the other two girls there uh trina and they're trying Abby, to get the hell out of the well they can't but they can see out the window they can see what's going so on. they can see what's happening which is so even, how awful it's it's horrific it's 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 like one of the scariest most horrible things you could ever think of yeah and it's like in a movie and i'm like god damn, right? god damn. um so it, it ends, I think, with just kind of like Trina just kind of like turns her head away from the window because it's just it's too hard to watch. And then it's the next day. Yeah. Um, they So, so yeah, it, it just ends. ends. It just ends. Yeah. And the next so day. the next morning. Yeah. The next day we get it, it's kind of like another like long, not as long as like the girls camping trip, like the beginning of it. Yeah. But like. 
the boy is eating breakfast. The mother serving them like hot dogs and like cereal. cereal. And like, it's just so weird. And then, you know, they're like, can we go feed the other two? Yeah. And the mother's like, well, hurry, because we got to do your exercises. Yeah. And Ugh. Trina almost gets, a, like, she almost escapes because she is, like, trying to, like, she finds, like, a, it's either, like, a nail or something. Yeah. And she can, like, scoot a little bit closer to it to, like, rub the rope against it to maybe break the rope. Right. So she starts doing that. Well, the boys come up to. Feed them. To feed them. And they untie them. Yeah. And they leave them untied. They leave them untied because the mother wants them to come do their exercises. Yeah, so they just left them in the room, hands not bound, not gagged well, in any way. Is it is it this part where they like Trina gets Trina like spits on one of them? She spits she in does. his she spits in, in she Ike's does. face. And I think he goes to like beat the ever-loving shit out of her. Yeah. But then they hear the mother screaming outside. Yes. And they run out and they leave the two girls untied. Yes. And the mother's outside and she's talking about like Queenie attacked me. Yeah, she says she saw Queenie. So Queenie is supposedly her invalid like, like sister. That yeah, like her feral sister that lives in the woods. Yeah, feral. I guess <laughs> that's a good way to put it. She's like, oh, you know, she saw Queenie and then talks a little bit about Queenie and she was just an abomination type of thing. And she's all yeah. gross and just uh, subsists on like vermin in the woods. Yeah. And so so one of the. But we don't actually see her. We, yeah, we don't see. We see the mother freaking out and the boys come out and she's sprawled out on the ground. Yeah. And and the boys are like, do you want us to go tie up the girl? She's like, well, help me up first. Right. And. Somehow, like, they forgot that they have two untied captives in the house because they yeah. immediately start doing their exercises. Yes. Which is just this montage of them, like... Working out. Like, and, acting like, like they're a nom. Like, they're crawling through... Like, <laughs> yeah. crawling on the ground, knives in their mouths. <laughs> right? And, like, doing push-ups and just all sorts of weird Plus, stuff. And, yeah. it's, and then, like... And then they're just, like, chilling out on the porch. Yeah. Like... Ike sleeping on the porch. Like, they wore themselves out, and the mother and Ike are just, like, sleeping on the porch, and then, like, him and his brother are, like, wrestling when they when he wakes up. And, like, the two girls are upstairs, untied. Yeah. And they... I, I think it's, um... I think it's Trina is, like, I'm gonna, like... I, I think... Is the door locked behind them? Is that why they can't get out of the room? I think so. Um, But they, they discover the bodies of the people in the very beginning. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. The so, so, so they open up a, yeah, they open up the closet and like Charlie's head is in like a bag and um, Terry's there. And so obviously they freak out at that and shut the door. It was like, no way, not today. <laughs> I think at one point, because, because the door, the door in the room that they're locked in with the workout equipment, that's locked. So they need to figure out a way to get out Kids the window. get out. So. Right. So now, now they're trying to basically come up with a plan, but they have to find Jackie. Jackie. Jackie's still somewhere. You know, and so good on them for. Not leaving her behind. Not leaving her behind. So Trina gets the idea. I'm going to get in the sleeping bag and Abby, you lower me down. Yeah. And get me down to the ground. I'll come back in and I'll unlock the door. Right. So, which it shows the like it shows the drop from the window of the room that they're in and the ground mm -hmm, yeah. and I'm like just jump it's like seven feet it's I not feel even, like it was a little bit more than seven feet but, but it's like, still not that far it's not, yeah you're, you're gonna fall down you, you might, might bruise an ankle yeah, or something you might get a bruise on your heel or something yeah but like you're not gonna break a bone like you're not gonna break your neck and it, it ends up leading to more problems because Abby's lowering her down and the brothers come running around the side of the house right so she sees them and she like she's holding, they don't see the boys don't see them, but yeah. she sees the boys. Yeah, so she's so holding, she's holding 
the sleeping bag. Yeah. And it's ripping her hands to shreds. The rope is literally how, cutting it through her hands. Like, how heavy is Trina that it's, like, doing that to your hands? Also, there is that. Also, just put your foot on the fucking windowsill. There is also that. Like, I just, there's so many things about this movie that I was like, why aren't you doing this thing that would make this so much easier? And at this point, I'm, at this point, I'm invested. Like, I mean, <laughs> at this point, I was invested with their survival. And I was like, man, they better not die because, like, I'm pissed about what happened to Jackie. I'm pissed that I'm that rape scene angered me. It angered As it me. should. And it, I was furious. And I was like, now they better get out of here. And they, like, they better get out of here and either escape and get some help or kill everybody and then mm-hmm. escape. And. When she's, like, lowering her down, I'm like, there's so many more efficient ways to do this where your hands aren't getting cut to fucking shreds. Because they are literally shredded. Her skin is, like, split open. It's gross. It is It is gross. Nice practical effect, though. It, it, it's really cool. Um, yeah, she could have done things with that rope. She could have tied it off. She could have literally done anything so yeah. it didn't tear her hands apart. She could have... They could have, like... I'm, I'm sure there was, like clothes somewhere in there like wrap it around, wrap it around your, hand. your hand and then but not lower like, her but not only that, the thing that gets me too about this is like okay trina's gonna uh, she's gonna go downstairs come back in the house unlock the door so that they have an escape plan yeah the thing that bothered me was you were in a workout room that has heavy ass weights wouldn't you just like take the weight hide behind the door wait for these two fucking morons to come through the door and just bash their fucking brains in and be done with it and then go kill the mom because leave no witnesses and go get your friend and get the fuck out of there but they like that's what i mean like i'm watching and i I, like i put myself in this position where i'm just like if i was in this situation that 15 pound weight if that crashes against somebody's temple, they're dead. Yeah. So you just hide, you jump out, you smash them with the weight, you're done. Yeah. You're done. I'm not disagreeing with you, Ashley. They, I agree. They like, do these the girls whole, were not very smart. They do the whole fucking roundabout, like, long, convoluted way of solving the problem, risking getting caught by two dudes that could, like, overpower them easily. Yeah. And they have, like, they have the element of surprise. Like, there's two of them, there's two guys, you each pick up a weight. If you don't hit him in the head with it, you hit him in the balls. Yeah. And then you go bash that bitch's head in. Like, I'm all about the mom dying. I wanted her dead. I was so angry. Well, she was the worst. Yeah, she was the absolute fucking worst. Um, Anyways, man, you're really, uh, as like, as of lately, you've really just went to town on all these things that you hate on our podcast, Ashley. <laughs> I literally, this is Ashley's podcast, The Day in the Life of Ashley. I, this, just, like, community theater. Hate him. Hate him. The, the mom in this movie. <laughs> the mom in this movie. Hate her. Pyramid is a manifestation of his guilt. Hate it. <laughs> just, just goes on and on and on. So, so Trina does get inside the house while the brothers are like roughhousing outside. She like goes upstairs, unlocks a thing for Jackie. Jackie's bleeding out of her fucking hands. Yeah, like, like break it bad. Shredded. Her hands are tore up. So Trina like wraps her hands up with like a t-shirt or whatever. Which she probably should have put on before, but right? you know. You're handling like cords, like. Also, on. like, I'm sorry, how much did Trina weigh? 110 pounds soaking wet? Yeah, she was, like, she was super tiny. Yeah, she was not um, large. They they do eventually find Jackie, and Jackie's kind of, like, folded up in it. She's alive. Like in a drawer or yeah, something. Yeah, they got her in, like, a dresser drawer. She's yeah. just, like, stuffed in there. She's still alive, though. She's still alive, but she is badly, badly hurt. And they are trying to get her out of the house while these fucking three inbred idiots are running around the mother and the two brothers yeah um i think like the they have her downstairs and like one of the brothers comes in and like catches them and 
Well, they run off. They do make an escape. Yeah. In, in, in a way. In a way. <laughs> um, um, but unfortunately, Jackie's... Jackie's too... Like, her she, injuries are too bad. And Yeah, like, she really cannot move. Yeah, so they're, like, they're just dragging her at this point because she just... She can't move. And they do get away, but the brothers are going to be in hot pursuit. They know they realize that they're gone, and now they're looking for them. Well, Ike is the only one that goes out. Allie stays at home with, yeah, with, with the mother. Man. With, with the man. Ma'am. <laughs> and this is where Adley starts talking about Queenie. Yeah. And he's, and he's saying... That, you know, Ike says, you just made her up because we've never seen her. We have, yeah. We don't think she exists. Um, So we think, or, you know, we're thinking that maybe she made her up to basically keep the boys there. Yeah. Because she's like, it's it's like a weird, like, borderline incestuous thing that's going on. It's a little bizarre. Mm-hmm. Not just a little. It's like a lot bizarre. Like, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's like incestuous in any way, but she clearly does not want her boys to leave her. Yeah. And she does not want to have that empty nest. Yeah. It's fucking bizarre. It is bizarre. So, so it goes after the girls and, like, the, the sun is starting to set. And they get Jackie far enough away where, like, because they they just cannot keep carrying her. It's yeah, just, it's, too it's just too much. So, um, Abby, Tr- who, yeah, Trina and Abby, they get separated. Yeah, and, well, Trina um, goes to look for the car, and Abby, yes. Abby offers to stay with Jackie. She's yes. like, "I'll keep her safe." And Trina finds the car, but I think had hadn't somebody like She's, fucked with it or something. Yeah, the car is all jacked up. I'm not sure exactly how, but um, the car's jacked up. Um. And she's currently being chased. Yeah, Ike, Ike. Ike is after her. Yeah. Ike, Ike has picked up her trail. He's after her. Um, she, I want to say she like outsmarts him a couple of times. She does. It's like she, cut, she uses like the house. distract mechanic. Yeah, because now where she throws rocks to yeah, like because at this get point him. it's like dark out. And, yeah, and Abby's still sitting with Jackie, and Jackie's just not. She's not doing good. She dies. She does die right then and there yeah. from uh, we assume injuries. Yeah, her injuries yeah. are just like way too bad that she ends up dying. Yeah. Um. So Abby's just kind of sitting with her body. Yeah. And Trina, sad. it's super sad. And yeah. and Trina is like luring I like away. Base, yeah, she's luring him away. Um. She. Like, she's throwing rocks to, like, get him to go in a different direction. He's, like, tripping over his own two feet. She eventually, like, makes it to a road and a cop car pulls up, which is part of I was like, ah, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, she, and she, like, this cop car pulls up. The lights go on. The the cop gets out. You don't see his face, but she's just, like, so exhausted and wicked. Right, and she's, like, trying to... Yeah, like, and, and she's like, oh, thank God you're here. And the cop gets out and she, like, hugs him and she's like, we need your help. And the cop ends up being Ike. Obviously. Ike somehow <laughs> came into possession of a police officer. <laughs> and, like, a uniform. uniform. And, yeah. and, and he had time to change in the middle of the woods. It's cool. It's fine. Driving that nap truck through that loophole. Um. So, so tr- and because, like, Trina realizes that it's Ike and he pins her to the hood and he tries to sexually assault her and yeah. trina thankfully knees him in the balls and gets away yes and for her for her i was like trina's quickly becoming my, my favorite <laughs> your favorite my favorite yeah because she's just like taking no prisoners and I yeah that. yeah i think she had it yeah she's just had <laughs> it like i'm done and trina finds she finds jackie i think like the next morning i goes back to the house yes the mother's bullshit that she's, they got he, away she's pissed. she's fucking pissed that yeah the girls got away yeah um but Ike, so Ike goes back to the house. Trina finds Jack, uh, not Jackie, Abby, Abby. And Jackie's body. Yeah. And she's just like, okay, we're going to make them fucking pay. 
They sure are. And it takes that, like, I spit on your grave twist where, like, all of a sudden it's just, like, revenge. Yep. Revenge. Yep. Which I love. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to, if you, if you have the balls to do, like, like, a rape scene. Yeah. Let's turn this into a legit. Yeah. A literal rape and revenge movie, which is literally what this movie is. It's a rape and revenge movie. Yeah. So good on the girls. So like when, so, cause I'm thinking like, okay, they're going to, they're going to take Jackie's body. They're going to get out of there. But when Trina's like, oh, hell no. Like we're going to make them pay. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, thank you, God. Um, Cause that's all I wanted. Well, yeah, it's very satisfying after all the stuff that happened before. Yeah. Cause I mean, that scene was just, it, it takes a lot to make me mad. And I was, this one, this one was bad. I was mad. Um, so they like, and what I love is like when they're suiting up and like Abby, <laughs> Abby's like, Abby's like tying, like she's doing like the Rambo. Rambo with a bandana around her head and oh yeah. <laughs> like ripping off their sleeves and like. Tying. So good. <laughs> so funny. They're, yeah, like, girls, you go. <laughs> they're suiting. They're getting like, they're like, they're finding like, like the car antenna. Like, yes. And now, car. and now they're being like creative. Yeah. As far as like. What they're going to do and what, you know, what they can use. Yeah, exactly. So they have the antenna. Yeah, so they're, like, they're super. And they got, like, an axe and stuff. Yeah, they got an axe. They got the antenna. They got, like, all these weapons. Mm -hmm. And they go back to the house with this sort of plan of, like, distract, divide, and conquer. conquer. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm, like, finally... Finally, this like I want a movie where people are using their heads and behaving in a way that is realistic That's and realistic. satisfying. Yes, like because I was I was and like I so they leave like Jackie's body. I, I like that they propped up Jackie's body. They did so <laughs> like much. on the outs like right outside so the cabin. You could see what they were gonna do. Like they were like, okay, we're doing this for you, basically. Right, right. We're gonna get it for you. Well, I think like I think Abby says like you've been you've been shit on your whole life, and like we're not gonna let you get shit on in death either or something. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna go get revenge. And I'm like, yes. good. It's like Kill Bill was so satisfying. Like that whole yes, what a satisfying series of movies that was. Mm-hmm. And like that's what I love. So I was like, oh my god, yes, I'm so excited to watch. Get these. your get your vengeance. Yes. Oh my god. Just wiggle your big toe, Ash. <laughs> Anyways, so. They, they're sticking together. They have like a bag of supplies and they go to like one of the side doors and it's not Ike. It's the other, what is this? Adley. Adley. Yeah. Adley is like in the kitchen or something and he hears like motion outside and you can see like the antenna, like going to the door hook to like wiggle the door hook and he opens the door and he, I think he sees Trina there. Yeah. And he, like, yanks Trina up by her hair. And you're like, oh, are they going to get caught already? But come to find out, Abby already got into the house. Sure did. And she fucking jabs, like, a screwdriver or something in his neck. Yep. And it's an axe. And uh, Trina takes, like, a hammer. And No, it was an axe. It was an axe. And she hits him right, right in, the, in dick. the dick. Right in the dick. I thought it was a hammer, too. But no, when they, like, take it out, it's you can axe. see it's an actual, like, hatchet. Yeah. And gets him right, and- right in the mommy-daddy button. <laughs> The wing, the the wing dang doodle. <laughs> she gets him right in the dick. And <laughs> and more than once too, which was so yeah. satisfying. Yep. Was so satisfying. Um and he's like double tap it. Yeah, and he's and he's down and Abby just And then they yeah, they, they suffocate him. They suffocate him by shoving like cloth down his throat. Yeah. And and he's dead. Yep. And I think it's like I, I forget how like Cause it's it's so funny because like he gets hit in the dick and he screams, but like no one else hears him. Like the mom doesn't hear him, Ike doesn't hear him. Like it's the weirdest thing because it's like a small house. But um 
at one point, like Abby, Abby goes ahead because she's like now Abby, who was like timid at the beginning. Abby's now on the fucking warpath, and I'm all I'm all about it. Like her glasses are gone. She's got a fucking Rambo head thing on, like the fucking headband. Yeah, like she, yep. she's got like a fucking hatchet in one hand. She's yeah, ready she's to go. ready to go. She's just ready to kill everyone, and I was all about that. And she like she goes up ahead against Trina, and. Well, they they start dragging Adley's body outside. Right. And Ike sees it. Yeah, and he freaks he out. He freaks out, and he actually jumps out of the window yeah. to basically ambush the girls. Yeah, he knocks Trina over. Yes. And Abby takes off for, like, a hot second. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, no. She, there's no way she's going to, like, leave Trina behind. Because nope. Ike, Ike had starts... I for that, too. Because yeah. he starts strangling Trina. Yeah, he starts strangling her. Mm-hmm. And Abby comes back, and she's got... Like Drano, she, she she ran into like a shed or something and grabbed Drano. and grabbed the bottle of Drano. And like while he's strangling her, she like comes up alongside of him and just and pours it down his throat, man. And he's nice. like, and he's coughing up blood and, and shit. it's just foaming up and it's oh, some blood. It's, it's a crazy. Great, it's oh, such a, oh, it's so satisfying and it's such a great use of effects. Like there's no CGI in this yeah, movie. It's no, so fucking great. Yep, all the practical effects um, are great. But because Ike's like the bigger, stronger dude, he doesn't go down easy. Uh, no, like yeah. Like even though he's got a stomach full of Drano right now, he chases the girls into the house yep and he still and follows like, them and they like throw they like smash a tv over his head so like, good so good and he's just walking he's like stumbling around now with like his head in a tv <laughs> it's insane <laughs> and they're like they're hitting him with things and he falls down and you think that he basically gets like electrocuted like in the not TV. done you're not done it's not done so i can't remember which one it's um, trina it's trina, trina. yep Gets an electric knife. There's an electric knife right, like, on the counter, wherever they are. Grabs it and just... Stabs the shit. Lunges into... Yeah. It's so fucking great. It's incredible. And then, because their work is not done. Nope. So now he's dead. He's dead. Ike's dead. Adelaide's dead. Um, The mom is the only one who's left. This was interesting, too. Like, again, these girls finally used... Their brains, yeah. right? So the mother hears what's going on. Yeah. And she starts following the noise, right? Yeah. And she had, like, what? She had, like, a knife or something with her, too. She did, yeah. And Abby comes in like she's... well, And the mother doesn't know the boys are dead. Yeah. She, like, runs into the basement with... And a knife, obviously, under her arm. It's, like, tucked under her arm, but like it makes it look like it's she like got she stabbed, stabbed in the back. And then, like, and falls a, on, like, a couch or a bed or yeah, something. And, it, and it's a throwback because earlier in the movie, when they were camping, the three girls, Jackie went into the woods to pee, and they were looking for her because they, like, they did and she came running out of the woods with, like, the knife in her back and collapsed, and they freaked out, and it was just a practical joke. Yeah, they were so they, just they playing took, a joke on her. Yeah, they took that from Jackie, which mm-hmm. I thought was, like, a nice also little, nice, nice little yeah. throwback. So Abby has the knife, like, tucked under her arm, and she collapses on the couch. Mm-hmm. And, and then the mother comes back down. Yeah, the mother thinks Like, praising that. the boys, thinking the boys did it. Yeah. And little does she know, Abby's just fine. And, and then Trina, Trina comes, like storming in and just beats the shit up and then they yeah they lay her out (laughs) lay her out and they grab this i I don't know what was that thing well it was it was like inflatable boobs yeah an inflatable set of tits yeah plastic molding for tits yeah i don't i mean okay but they hold it over her mouth and her nose. And, and they just, suffocate and her they with it. suffocate her with it. And Abby's the one who's, like, pressing down the most. And she's, like, screaming at the mother things that you heard her mother screaming at her in her apartment in Chicago. 
And she's just like screaming it at this. A lot of thought went into this movie. It was really, it was really well done. Um, I, (laughs) I, you, I, I really like, I loved it. Um, and then, so the mom is now she's dead and they have their moment where they just kind of like cry and collect themselves because they just, they just went through a a whole fucking ordeal, like a whole ordeal. Yeah. Um, and then they are, they, they bury Jackie, yeah. which I was like, I wouldn't bury her near the place that like she got horrifically raped and ultimately murdered. I feel yeah. like I would maybe carry her and like bury bring her some, somewhere else. Bury her somewhere else. Yeah. Um, they bury Jackie and they're exhausted. They're beat up. Yep. They've been through a whole fucking thing. And as they're like walking to go back to the car, the yeah. road, whatever. Just to get out of there. Yeah. This feral looking woman leaps over the bushes at them. I know. And it's Queenie. Yeah. It's so we assume that, you know, they were attacked by Queenie and then that's the end of the film. And that's the end of Mother's Day. Yeah. Um Steph, what would you <laughs> what'd you have for body count? Five? I had six, presumably eight, assuming that they got killed by Queenie. Right. Yeah. I think I might have, like, didn't. I, I so don't think have, I wrote down the mother. We have Charlie, Lady Lady Gaga, um, Jackie. Jackie. This, wow, I was way off. This, the, the two boys. The two brothers. Oh, yeah. So Charlie, Terry. Charlie, Terry. Jackie. Jackie. The two boys. The two boys. The that's five. The mother. And then okay. eight with the other two of Queenie. Okay. So, yeah, I, I didn't count the mother at the end. Um... So six, six. If we're not counting the last two, because yeah, maybe they survived. Yeah, maybe they killed Queenie. Right. I mean, she can jump really high. That was a little scary, but yeah, she did look a little bit like a uh, like kangaroo, a like, yeah, like, like a, a wolf, wolf woman. Yeah. Um. So that is that is Mother's Day, nineteen eighty mm-hmm. classic. Steph, what would you give this movie for a star rating? Um, I'd probably give it like a three point five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say three. Um. You're giving me a look. I'm just wondering why. Um, I I liked the revenge part. Like that was super satisfying. Um, it did drag on in certain parts. Even it though, did. Even it was it, a little bit too long. Yeah, even though they were like building character, like a character story. Yeah. And, you know, it was still kind of long. Um, and then I I just I I understand it was the point of it, but like that rape scene was really fucking hard to get through. It was really really hard to watch. Um. So, but I mean, like the revenge aspect of it, the practical effects of it were great. Um, I yeah, I enjoyed it. Would I watch it again? Probably not. But I don't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It's it's a movie of its time. Very clearly, like oh, definitely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I I have a heart. Just any any rape scene anywhere is just awful. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, they do exist. But at least like these girls get their revenge, and it's yeah. sad that Jackie died. You know, yeah, in vain. In vain. Had, had I think I think I would have absolutely hated it had all three of them gotten killed. Yeah, I would have been furious. Oh yeah, and been like, no, like you can't like brutalize, like you can't brutalize a character like that, and then like yeah. at least not have some like come up as some yeah some like, sort of resolution in some way. Yeah, but yeah. I thought it was really well done in terms of like the revenge and like the violence was like sad because sometimes violence is super satisfying and like I like the Drano part was fucking great. Like yes. the hammer. Oh, the, I mean, not the, the antenna. The like, axe. Just and the, the axe and the, <laughs> the puppy teddy button. Yeah, the axe was great. Like they, they definitely. I mean, there's there's a lot of parts of this where it just like kind of doesn't make sense though because like so these girls are, um, 
you know, they're not tied up at this point and it's like taking them forever to figure out how to That's do other was, stuff. That was the only thing that I think bothered me other than the rape scene was like, obviously the rape just, scene is going to be bothersome, but yeah, just like, you know, like they're, they're untied and they're not using their brains, which I mean, I've thankfully never been in that situation where like I've been captured or something. But I feel like had had I ever been <laughs> in that crossed. kind of yeah, like have I ever like if I had ever been in that kind of situation, I would be conscious enough to be like, what's the heaviest, sharpest thing I can find? And I uh, what is it? Eyes, throat, dick. Like that's what you <laughs> something aim like for. that. Yeah, that's what you aim for. I, eyes, throat, genitals. That's like yeah. that's what you aim for first. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would be conscious enough to be like, okay, I'm in a room that has workout equipment. Weights are heavy. You smash somebody in the temple hard enough, you'll kill them instantly. Like I'm just, and even if you don't, you're gonna maim them oh, enough gonna, oh, for you to get away yeah, anyway. They're gonna have, or some... or give you another option to kill them. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say if, if it doesn't kill them, the CTE will. Like, <laughs> yeah, legit. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that was you know I, I didn't hate it. I don't think I'd watch it again, but I didn't hate it. Um, do you have any fun tidbits about this movie? Any any interesting factoids? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, so this was put up by Troma Entertainment, okay. the fine folks that have brought us The Toxic Avenger and Frankenhooker, Franken both great movies. I love Frankenhooker. Um, so it was co-written and produced by Charles Kaufman, the brother of Lloyd Kaufman. Okay. Um, uh, approximate budget one hundred fifteen thousand. Yeah. So so, so you know, yeah. cheaper than my house. Um, let's see. So, uh, this was banned in the UK. Yeah. Shocking. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, peanut butter is banned. Well, maybe not peanut butter, but there's like cereals that are banned in the UK. <laughs> um, but it was banned in the UK for its depiction of violence and rape. Obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, received negative reception, obviously, from critics. However, at this point, it has achieved a cult following. Yeah. Like all of these movies. Well, yeah, all <laughs> um, the movies of this time period. With with that being said, it has been subject to critical analysis for its subtextual commentary for or on consumerism. I mean, we have the Big Bird Clock and all the GI Joes and the the like lots of product placement here. Yeah. Right. Um, and the proliferation of television in popular culture. Yeah. Because you even mentioned the TV is always on. Yeah. Also, they have tons of TVs. Yeah, they have a bunch of TVs in that house. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, writer Scott Aaron proposed the film makes pointed stabs. Or poignant? I don't know. Uh, consumerism, pop psychology, TV culture, and parental expectations, hmm. which is very interesting. That's an interesting take on something like this. Yeah. Like, the fact that the boys are thinking that the mother's lying to keep them there so they don't, you know, leave yeah. and do anything else other than be crazy. Well, it shows that there's, like, a self-awareness that, like, they don't necessarily want to be there. And she's mm -hmm. keeping them there, which exactly. I think is, which I think is interesting. Exactly. Um, opened September nineteenth, nineteen eighty. It was uh, theatrical. Um, played on ninety screens and screams screens in New York City, um, or then the metropolitan area. Then obviously it spread throughout cities throughout the U.S. Um, the criticism on this was straight up awful. Yeah. Um, obviously, because nobody wants to see rape yeah. and like, oh, that's anti-feminist until it's not anti-feminist and these chicks are beating the shit out of these guys. I was going to say, did people like storm out of the theater before the women got their revenge or like... I don't know. <laughs> um, Herald News, I mean, and there was a lot of stuff as far as the criticisms and the critics go, so I only wrote down like a few things here, but Herald News, just sick. 
Roger Ebert. I hate him. Zero stars. Uh, uh, LA Times. Any traces of talent and dark humor that might show through Mother's Day are drowned by cynicism and horrendousness of the entire enterprise. Sounds like the LA Times. LA Times were firing this. Was firing this movie. Um, the Charlotte Observer <laughs> wrote. Make sense, censor, sense, excuse me, censorship seem like a good idea. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, like, I'm wondering if, like, obviously, I like these movies. Uh, you know, a lot of things that happen in them are horrible. Yeah. Right? But when you have that nice, you know, um, satisfying vengeance part on it, you know, it makes it worth it. Um with that being said, like a lot of like in, in like colleges and stuff, like this movie is looked at as far as uh, the parental expectation stuff, consumerism, shit like that. Like they're being discussed in like like film yeah. schools, yeah, and not necessarily just film schools, but just yeah. you know schools. So clearly, there was an underlying like this movie is a satire. Yeah. Like there's an underlying like satirical aspect to the whole thing. Whereas like, are you, are these critics watching it just for like face value? Yeah. You know, you don't really think about this stuff and when you're watching a poor girl get raped for like 20 minutes. But not only that, but it's like, I think it's interesting that they're discussing these kind of like seriously heavy topics, you know, commercialism, the parental expectations. Meanwhile, it's like you have Oscar winning films that, you know, everyone makes a big fucking deal about them when they win an Oscar and then you never hear about them again. Like they, whereas they these movies being studied. Yeah. Okay, you know, they're being like, they're, they're under like an analytical eye as opposed to like fucking crash. Nobody talks about crash. That piece of shit. Right. <laughs> right. Here's a hard truth bomb for you. The only thing that was fictional in Titanic was the love story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, it is. It's interesting that like a movie that's the, I mean, it's from the, you know, early 80s and they're still talking about, like, they're still looking at it with like the, analytical like an analytical eye like, uh, educational eye as opposed to like like Oscar winning like, film like these like, directors you know and writers and producers and whoever are just you know make these movies because that is their art yeah you know nobody wants to see a woman get raped but it happens in real life but it happens, it happens in real, in real life. life exactly it way too often in real life yeah maybe not like this like to this <laughs> well, but, it, right. but, it happens. but it happens and it like you can't just like i mean it, th i think that was the thing is like it's so hard to watch absolutely but it's like you can't like it happens like yeah it's a real like thing. <laughs> exactly like so, stop ignoring the fact that you know you don't think this happens yeah it happens or like are just unaware of like all the other things awful awful things that actually happen in this world yeah you know so i don't know that's just my take on it if you want to watch it it is currently streaming on shutter and tubi and Tubi. It's on every... Tubi has everything. They do have everything, um, yeah. Tubi, Shutter. I think there's, like, another... It's, like, Freebie or something. Like it's Freebie. Freebie. It's, I freebie. Think it's, called, it's yeah. a Freebie. Freebie. <laughs> Whatever. It's um, fine. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I, I mean, it is... If if you can stomach the rape scene and you can fast forward through it. Like, I can tell you, like, I sat through it thinking, like, what if there's important dialogue? What if I miss something? There's no right. important dialogue. You can fast there forward right through it. There is no right important, it. yeah. You can fast forward Just right be aware it. that that happens and that's motivation for everything else the that revenge. happens after the fact it's yeah. it, like i had said earlier it's very much i think it's i think i mean it's been years since i've seen it but the original i spit on your grave i think is something it's, it's that's another one it's a rape and revenge movie yeah yeah so like nobody wants to see it happen but at least you know 
there's a satisfying there's a ending satisfying ending to it where someone gets their comeuppance right so but yeah i um yeah, <laughs> I think that's all I got. You got anything else? I got nothing else on this. Did movie. you actually enjoy this movie? I did. I mean, you more know. than Silent Hill and every other movie that we've ever reviewed or talked about. Did I? Realized. Did I enjoy it more than House of the Dead? Probably not, because House of the <laughs> House of the Dead House of the Dead is so goddamn funny. It's so it is. It's, it's, it's so it's funny. Riot. It's, it's so riot. funny. Um. You have prepared now because this is a Mother's Day movie. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day mm-hmm. is approaching. You made a recipe inspired by this movie, inspired by Mother's Day, inspired by your mom, my mom, moms in general. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about what you made today? Yeah. So, so, so basically, um, long story short, I'm making a bolognese, right? So, bolognese is basically a meat sauce. Um, over pasta. Yeah. So the reason for it uh, is because, you know, on account of Mother's Day. So that's, I asked Ashley, my co-host here, what her mom's favorite. Yes. What her mom's favorite dish is. And of course she responds with, she likes lobster. And I'm like, well, that ain't happening. <laughs> in, this, in this economy? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But then you mentioned some of the crap. So, my, so mom, my mom loves beef stroganoff. Right. And that's, and that's what I took. Going. That's what I took from it. So, and then I texted my mom and I'm like, Hey ma, I'm going to be doing blah, 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 blah. What's your favorite dish or, um, food or whatever. And she responds back <laughs> <laughs> some weird, uh, uh, like pasta dish that involves ham and walnuts and garlic. And she's like, remember I made this? And I'm like, not even slightly. <laughs> Not even remotely. She was like, it was so good. And I'm like, okay, sure, ma, whatever you think. And then I asked Andy's mom, right? So my mother. is well, I guess, stepmom? I don't really know what the heck is going on. I call her my mother-in-law. Um, Andy's dad's wife. We'll go with that. And her favorite is just obviously spaghetti and meatballs. The woman can't get enough of it. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to combine all the three and basically just make a bolognese. So we have the meat. Ground meat for the sauce from a stroganoff, noodles, uh, in regards to my mom's linguine ham monstrosity thing. Um, Abomination. <laughs> no, apparently it was really good. <laughs> and then obviously, like, you know, meat spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs. Um, so that's what I came up with. It might be a stretch, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, it took me a while to come up with this. And I'm like, fantastic. That's what I'm going to do. It's going to be delicious. Um, so I was making some homemade pasta, and you got here. Mm-hmm. Stupid thing was driving me crazy. Um, you know, you got ground beef. You're gonna saute that. You're gonna sa- saute some onions and some garlic. Obviously, drain out the 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 feet, the fat, and the grease from the beef. Obviously, yeah. You know, and then um. So the way I did mine is because I have, like, my homemade spaghetti sauce. Yeah. From this pat not this year, but last year, you know? So I use that. But what you're going to do, so you do all that shit with the beef and whatever. And then when that's cooked, you, um, you know, throw some uh, parsley and some basil in there. Mix that all up together. Um, and you basically take a, uh, like a can of chopped tomatoes and throw that in there. And then you basically just let it simmer. But obviously this is a really shitty way of <laughs> Trying to describe this recipe. Um, 
but uh, it will definitely be up on our Instagram yes. with a much better, <laughs> like step by step. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't even think I have tomatoes written down here on my recipe that I'm staring at right now. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy stuff. Yeah. I mean, onions, garlic, carrots. Yeah. Um, celery. If you decide to do that, I think celery cooked is gross. Um, salt and pepper to taste, obviously. And then you know you just put it over some pasta. Call it a day. It sounds good. I mean, it's delicious. Before we came up to record, the sauce was simmering and it, it, smelled, it smelled amazing. Freaking great. It smelled right? amazing. Right. So I'm I'm very excited to try this. Like Steph said, this is going to be up on our Instagram at Baking to the B Movies, so you can follow along step by step, make your own, tag your moms, tag your moms, tag your moms, and happy Mother's Day to all the the mothers out there. Mams. Um, do you have any? Are you doing anything with your mom for Mother's Day? I or? have no idea yet. Um. My brother's birthday is right around that time too. Oh, so you guys? So like I usually, or... yeah, usually. Um, but I usually just wait for them to text me like, "Hey, we're gonna get together on this day." Yeah, and that's it. And to show up. <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. My mom. So is probably gonna want to go to Yankee Candle. Really? She loves her Yankee Candle, man. Like she's you. You aren't gonna take your mom over to the old mill. You know, well, we you went... should, and then I'll come along and yeah. be super fun. Oh man, <laughs> she loved that. She hasn't seen you in so long. I know. Um, she'll either want to go to her. Although, I mean, I did watch her recently in Silent Hill, so I saw her. Oh, she's gonna kill herself. Bryce is gonna drive into that swamp and just open her mouth. Just open her mouth. Let the water pour right in. Um. I'll either I'll either take her to the old mill, assuming assuming they're not booked up. Um, I'll either take her to they the old mill. They might be. Yeah, the but, holidays are usually. But the other, my mom's super simple because she just she knows what she likes. So it's either going to be like the old mill, or she'll want to go to Yankee Candle and then hit up a Cracker Barrel on the <laughs> barrel. She, she, she loves Cracker she Barrel, loves huh? Cracker Barrel. Is there a Cracker Barrel out there? There is one, I think, in Hadley. Okay. And I think in Hadley, um, or Chicopee. And then there is, uh, there's the one in Sturbridge. Yes. Which is I know that one. Like, so the Sturbridge one's like halfway Yeah, I guess between, that's pretty close to Deerfield. Yeah, like when I'm bringing her home from my apartment, yeah. you know, I just swing through Sturbridge and we get Yeah, her. that makes sense. She okay. likes, she likes the Sunday fried chicken and she's like obsessed. She's <laughs> Dude, can I tell you? So when I got married for Glorious years ago, um, and you know, Andy's uh, British friends were here. And they were here for a couple of weeks, you know, since they had to fly over the pond. Yeah. They wanted to at least make a, we, make a holiday out of it. Yeah, we went to Old Sturbridge Village together. I remember we that. We did. Yeah, that was um, fun. They were really nice. Yeah, they were fun guys. Um, So, of course, me and Andy like, well, what else are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do with them here? Because this is, I mean, I think Josh's been here before. I think he went to Vegas. I don't think he's ever been on the East Coast. But anyways, um. We're like, what's the most American thing we can do? Chicken fried steak. Yes. <laughs> we literally were like, all right, we're going to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> and, and they order this stuff, right? And it's just like huge amounts of food for like $10. It's fucking like, yeah. oh my God. And it's super cheap. Yeah. Like, it was insane. And it was just like, I... Maybe I'm sick to my stomach. And you gotta, you gotta like to get to the restaurant. You gotta walk through like the gift shop the gift of all gift shops. Like the restaurant is like hidden in the back. Like you gotta walk, you gotta walk around like a bunch of crazy shit. You hang on your walls, Christmas trees, like trees. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. Every time I walk through there, I feel like I'm walking through your mom's house. Oh, man, my mom, my mom. Is just, I feel like your mom's gonna kill my, me. My mom is taking a beating these past few episodes. We were just absolutely dunking on my back. 
I mean, I could talk about my mom's weird ham walnut pasta dish, but I mean, uh, <laughs> remember it was delicious. No, not even I mean, remotely. I mean, Steph makes a valid point because, like, I remember. I think it was like one of the first times Troy ever came over to my mom's house, and he like looked around and he was like, "Look at all! It looks like it looks like a friggin' Applebee's." There's so much crap on the walls. <laughs> so much crazy shit on the walls. I mean, if you like good food, good fun, and a whole lot of crazy crap on the walls, go to Ashley's mom's house. <laughs> It's legit like your house looks like a general store. <laughs> and I didn't know how she was gonna react, but she was like, thank you. Like she was oh, okay. She's she's, like, she's so polite. She's so polite. Um but yeah, I mean she's taking up she's absolutely dunking on my mom these past couple of Oh yeah, she's great. Well, if you go to the old mom with uh old mom. Go, go to the old mill with your mom. Let me know. I'll meet you down. Come by. Yeah. Grab some of those uh, fritters that we feed to the gigantic geese. Right. Like, right. Massive, geese. massive geese. There's one. Uh, one looks like a T Rex. Oh no, it's my favorite. I try to feed that. I specifically try to feed that one whenever I'm there. Well, so you can see how big it gets. Yeah, because it's fucking huge. It's, it's got that weird pump on its head. Like, oh like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The common geese. I think that's called oh, today, a common goose. Oh my god, I'm in tears. <laughs> Anyways, um, anything else, Steph, that you want to add to this episode? You know, just as I said before, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and fur moms. That's right. Uh, more power to you. Yeah. I mean. And Ashley's mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, happy Mother's Day to you, too. <laughs> She's going to be like, you bastards. <laughs> that accent, you bastards. You bastards. Anyways, go on. Anything you would like to add? I think that's it. I think we've I think we've thoroughly eviscerated my mother. I don't think she's I don't think she's ever gonna recover from this. I'm never gonna financially recover. <laughs> Oh um, man, we're gonna we're gonna be back. Well, I mean, you know, we're gonna be back in a couple of weeks. So we're, we're getting ready to wrap up the season. We are. We're very close to it. Even right, God, man. And then season four is in the summer. Uh, we'll discuss that at some point. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's a, a meeting, but um, fucking board meeting. Yeah, um, right. We gotta all. we gotta meet with our producer <laughs> and figure it out. But yeah, we got a couple more episodes to go of this season. Um, and then, you know, season four, we're, I think we're already getting ready to plan it. So, um, I already have shit written down. Yeah. I guess, I guess some movie ideas. None of them are good, but (laughs) well, you know, why would that be? Um, so this has been baking to the B movies. Again, you guys can follow us on Instagram. We're at baking to the B movies, Twitter, baking to B movies. Um, if you want to shoot my mom a message and tell her that she is loved and appreciated, uh, we are at Gmail at baking to the B movies at gmail.com. Or or if you want to or if you want to like just eviscerate my mom's support, feel free to send us a message. I'll read it to her. I don't care. I'll read it to her. I'll do it. I'll do it. Gross for my mom. All right, it's been real. Thank you for tuning in once again. Yeah, this has been baking to the B movies. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eat some pasta. Have a good one, everybody. Wait, my name is Ashley. My name. Steph. Alright, that's it. Bye! Bye! <laughs>